0: Welcome to another session of Explore the Bible series. This is Larry Bertrand. We are continuing in the book of John lesson number 14, scheduled to be studied on March 12, 2023. Jesus offers hope to those who seek him. The key verse is John chapter 12, verse 32. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself, the Lord says. So as we look this week at John chapter 12, verses 20 to 33, we will learn how Gentiles approached Jesus and how Jesus being lifted up can produce hope. We'll focus on helping you to embrace the hope that jesus offers those who seek him so it's springtime and gardening is a popular thing to do especially in the springtime i'm enjoying as i walk around a retention pond a lake about a quarter mile from my house blue bonnets and i'm grateful that a. Uh, a couple at Tollywood, Greg and Deborah, planted those bluebonnets years ago that I enjoy every spring as I walk around this lake. <clears throat> so I want you to notice that the seed itself does not look like anything uh, in its final product, but when it's planted, it produces a harvest. And the seed comes to life. Just like the seed has to be buried, Jesus said he would need to die. In this study, we'll see Jesus predicting his death. But John also reminds us that he offers hope through his death. So look at the background of John chapter 12, the second half of that chapter, verses 20 to 50. Jesus came not only as the Jewish Messiah, but as a savior of the world. While his primary ministry among the Jews made it clear that God also loves the Greeks, not just the Jews, and the Greeks who seek him and desire to serve him. So, when some God fearing Greeks wanted to meet Jesus, uh, the event triggered his proclamation of the imminent fulfillment of his atoning work. So, on several occasions, Jesus spoke to disciples about his impending death. As his hour approached, Jesus again explained what was about to happen. As he often did, Jesus used metaphors and symbols to teach his disciples and others, and so he pointed out that a seed had to die to produce life. Jesus' analogy of dying to live not only applies to him, but also to anyone who follows him. Some people might try to preserve their ways of life rather than dying to self, but they lose the opportunity for a greater eternal life when they do that. In contrast, Jesus was willing to yield his life to glorify the Father and to provide salvation for all believers. Confirming his faithfulness, uh, the voice of God erupted in this passage from heaven saying that he had glorified his name and would do so again. Jesus' death would result in drawing people to himself for God's glory. Just as some Greeks had been attracted to Jesus, his death on the cross would bring countless others to him. So using another metaphor, Jesus described himself as the light of the world. Jesus urged his followers to believe in the light to walk in the light and addressing his earthly life jesus wanted the, the light uh, warned that the light would only be with them for a short while they needed to take advantage of his pres- presence to grow stronger in their faith and to put their faith into practice as children of the light. Unfortunately, in keeping with Isaiah's prophecies, many were blind to the light and refused to believe. Some, it says, some people who heard Jesus believed in him, but they were reluctant to do so openly for fear of their religious leaders they decided they desired the approval of people rather than to be rather than be willing to lay down their lives for christ everything jesus said revealed the father therefore their lack of faith showed Their attitude not on not merely about Jesus, but also toward the Father who sent him. So let me underscore that Jesus understood that, quote, his hour was coming. So he wanted to tell his followers what would be happening. So John chapter 12. It represents a transition, as I mentioned last week. Uh, in John's Gospel, the writer turns toward Jesus' f- final week on this earth. For the most part, the rest of John's Gospel happens in Jerusalem, just, or just outside the city. It also happens during Passover. As we looked at last week, a major celebration among the Jews. But the first account of John provided, uh, but but the first account John provided related to the group of the Gentiles. And so we're going to see how these Gentiles respond to Jesus. So let's look at John chapter 12, verses 20 to 22 and consider why a group of greeks gentiles were interested in talking with jesus verse 20. now there were some greeks among those who went to worship at the festival Uh, they came to philip who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, with a request, Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went to tell Andrew, and Andrew and Philip in turn told Jesus. Though Jesus' ministry was primarily to the Jews, these verses make it clear. He also came for Gentiles. So these God-fearing Greeks had probably come to celebrate the Passover, which was not unusual even for Gentiles uh, to do. Looking at commentaries in verse 20, the, the, the mention of Greeks is significant they were the wanderers of the ancient world the seekers of truth if you will probably god fears who attended jewish synagogues and feast. so there there were greeks who did this their their coming was a symbol of the coming of gentiles to worship god through christ we see that a reference of that in John chapter 10, verse 16. So in 21 and 22, why did the Greeks approach Philip about seeing Jesus? Perhaps because Philip has a Greek name, and he may have had some contact with Greeks from the Decapolis area. Philip went to Andrew, and Andrew and Philip told Jesus, since crowds of people probably wanted to speak to Jesus, disciples may have tried to do a little bit of screening, keep keeping some of the crowd away, or at least not such a large crowd at any given time. It suggests that having something, it suggests having something in common makes people more approachable. So they came to Philip, who was a Greek. They talked to him. Um, So what are some affinities people share that could serve as a door to point someone to Jesus? Maybe the same profession? Uh, Engineers relate to engineers, attorneys to attorneys, um, you know, the teachers to teachers. Maybe they were born in the same region. I met a new neighbor yesterday who is from Louisiana, and so I asked him what town he was from, and I got his name. So now we have a little bit more in common. I can call him by name when I see him working in his front yard. Maybe sometimes... We had the affinity of living in the same part of town, the same neighborhood. John didn't share what Jesus said to the Greeks. We don't know what he said, or that he even met with them at all. We just know that they wanted to meet with Jesus and Philip and Andrew were trying to make that possible. But he did describe the lesson Jesus taught afterward. So let's look at chapter 12, verses 23 to 26. As I read these verses, determine why why it was important for Jesus to know and explain that his hour had come. Jesus replied, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. So we will discover that we'll discover what Jesus meant when he talked about his hour. Note that several times in the Gospels, he he said his hour had not come. Now he knew his death was imminent. So as we look at these verses verses. 23 and 24, Jesus had been moving toward his decisive hour, the hour that was to come. Uh, The coming of the Greeks confirmed that the hour had come for the Son of Man to be glorified. For for most people death is their humiliation. But for Jesus, death was his means of entry into glory. His willingness to die for other sins in obedience to the Father brought him renown, brought him glory. And he says, I tell you the truth. It introduces a solemn affirmation when he says this. The analogy of a kernel of wheat dying in the ground and producing many seeds teaches uh, that death is necessary for harvest. Verse 25 and 26 helps us to see that in the wheat analogy, it illustrates a general paradoxical principle. Death is the way to life. and Jesus, In Jesus' case, his death led to glory and to life, not only for himself, but for others. And in the case of a disciple of Jesus, uh, the principle is similar. Uh, a disciple must hate his life in this world. He, uh, to hate his life means to be so committed to Christ that he has no self-centeredness or self-interest, no concern from himself. On the other hand, the man who loves his life, Jesus says, that man will lose it. Anything in life can become an idol, including the goals of our life or the interests of our life, or the loves of our life, a believer should undergo a spiritual death to self. So being a servant of Jesus requires following him. Many of Jesus's original servants did follow him, if you will, in death. According to tradition, the early disciples died as martyrs nearly every one of them jesus jesus word was thus a prophecy and also a promise his true disciples those who serve him who follow him in humiliation and later in honor or glory they would all come die for their faith in Christ. Jesus understood that his death would lead to eternal life. So let me point out that through his death he would be exalted, he would be honored, he would be known by all. Jesus felt the weight of what his Getting ready, what he was getting ready to face. But he also knew that he had a higher purpose, and that was to bring glory to himself and to bring glory to the Father, to God. So, in this third section, we'll look at four sections in today's lesson verses 27 and 28. As I read these, I want to encourage you to recall other names in Scripture uh, when God spoke aloud. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. No, it is for this reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. So let me call attention to the turmoil Jesus was experiencing. Jesus knew his purpose for coming to this earth, and he knew his death. And hanging on the cross was close. So in verse 27 and 28, Jesus instructed his disciples on the cost of commitment to the Father's will by disclosing his emotions. He clearly shares how he's feeling. So we see he was in turmoil. Uh, It's a word that means he was stirred or he was... Agitated is one way of translating that Greek word uh, because of the prospect of being made sin. He was to become sin and die for us. He was to become sin in his death. Now remember, it was he who never sinned who became sin for the whole world. So in view of his turmoil... Should he ask, should he sink, shrink back and ask for deliverance, deliverance from this hour? Certainly not. For his incarnation was for the, the, the very purpose of bringing him to this hour. Jesus willingly expressed his submission to the will of the Father in the words, Father, glorify your name. So, also believers uh, in difficulty should stand and embrace God's will, desiring that the name of God be glorified, even in our difficulty, in spite of our conflicts and our emotions. So, in verse 28 to the 30, the Father then spoke from heaven in a thunderous voice, confirming his working in Jesus both in the past and in the future. Now, we understand that the voice was audible. But not all understood it. They heard a voice. They just didn't know what it was, what was being said. And we see a similar situation in Acts chapter 9 when Paul uh, was on the road to Damascus and God spoke to him. Those soldiers with him did not understand what was being said. So the father Validated Jesus' being by speaking to the crowd. But Jesus already knew his father was pleased with him. It was another indication for those around him that he was a son of God. So as we look at verse 29 to 33, uh, Will determine the crowd's response uh, to what they heard. So the crowd that was there and heard it said uh, had heard it said. It said it. It had thundered, uh, and others said an angel. Uh, spoke to them. So they said, we're hearing thunder, or maybe it's an angel speaking. verse 30, Jesus said, this voice was for your benefit, not mine. Now is the time for judgment on the world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself, verse 33. He said this to show the kind of death he was going to die. Not everyone understood the voice, but Jesus said the voice proved that he was the Christ. Satan and his forces of evil would be defeated once He was lifted up. This indicated his crucifixion, a reference to how he would die. So going back and looking at uh, the second half of verse 28 all the way to verse 30, the Father then spoke from heaven, it says, in a thunderous voice confirming his Working in Jesus, both in the past and in the future, the voice was audible, but not everyone understood it. The voice from heaven confirmed faith in the spirit, in the spiritually per, per, perceptive. And to the unspiritual, it was only a noise. And so so those who had faith understood what was being said, but those who were unspiritual just understood it as noise. Jesus' death on the cross was a judgment on the world. Evil was atoned for. The world's goals, standards, and religions were shown to be folly. The cross was also the means of Satan's defeat. Prior to uh, the prince of this world, Satan, we see Jesus said, will be driven out. Satan will be defeated. His power over people by sin and death was defeated. Then came They came now to to be delivered out of the domain of spiritual darkness and slavery to sin. Their eyes would be opened. So Jesus' words, when I am lifted up from the earth, refers not to his ascension, but instead to his crucifixion, when I am lifted up on the cross. He knew he would die by being lifted up on a cross. Jews, however, normally stoned uh, those considered worthy of death. Remember Stephen? Stephen was stoned in Acts chapter 7. Stoning was the normal way Jews put people to death. Jesus said at the cross he would draw men to himself he did not mean everybody will be saved he meant it he made it clear that some will be lost john chapter 5. so if the drawing by the son is the same as of the father it means he will draw uh, indiscriminately those saved will include not only Jews but also those from every tribe language people and nation amen all who can't who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved some beautiful applications. In these verses, believers can introduce others to Jesus just as Philip did these Gentiles, these Greeks who came looking for Jesus. Following Jesus has cost, has a cost and has rewards. Uh, hope is found in faithfully following the Father, those who follow him have hope of eternal life. Jesus draws to the cross those who seek him, and they will respond to Jesus. So thank God for sending Jesus to be our sacrifice. Pray that you and I will be bold, to share Jesus uh, and just to support the work of missions around our world and in our country. So I close with a song, Glorify Thy Name, by Donna Atkins, written in 1981. Father, I love you, I praise you, I adore you, glorify your name in all the earth. Glorify thy name, glorify thy name, glorify thy name in all the earth. Jesus, I love you, I praise you, I adore you. Glorify thy name in all the earth. Glorify thy name, glorify thy name, glorify thy name in all the earth. And then I close with the beautiful chorus, He is Lord. He is Lord, he is Lord, he is risen from the dead and he is Lord. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You are Lord. You are Lord. You have risen from the dead and you are Lord. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Yes Father, we confess That Jesus, the Messiah, is Lord. May we make him the Lord of our lives today. And may we share him with all who will hear. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen.